Opa Gundam style, everyone. Welcome back to Wow Cool Robot. I am your co-host, Callie. What happened to you? <laughs> I, I, I watched fucking narrative. That's what happened. <laughs> what the fuck was this film? Uh, hi, I'm Max. I use he, him pronouns. Happy night. Oh, shit. I... <laughs> What was this film? What did you make of me watch? So here I was, an innocent, <laughs> an innocent little boy, uh, looking at the list of like Gundam media, and I see narrative. I'm like, oh, narrative's a sequel to Unicorn, so we'll watch it just part of the Unicorn because it makes the most sense to watch it here. Yeah, um, doesn't make any sense to watch it in any other part. This movie didn't need to happen. It. <laughs> the most it's the most pointless gundam film i've ever watched in my life it's it's it's, it, it, it's just none of it everything just kind of happens for an hour and a half and then it uh-huh. ends it's like so i re- i realize i realize that um the movie was kind of basically made as a concession to explain why Psychoframe doesn't really exist as a technology past this point in UC. Yeah. Um, you didn't need an hour and a half of this to explain that. Like I because the whole thing was like, we already know that the box just kind of loses relevance. Why not just I mean, I guess it's harder to explain Psychoframe away because it it's just miracle rock, but like I don't care. You don't have to retcon everything. You don't have to explain it. Like, I'm a competent adult who has a baseline level of media literacy. I understand when something just isn't relevant to the story at large, and I'm not going to complain that I didn't have it explained to me like I'm fucking Jeremy from Cinema Sins. You know what would have been way more interesting, would have been a way better way to go to explain why uh, Psychoframe just kind of stopped working for the Ever- most part? Uh, what would that be, Callie? If they made a film about a kind of Psychoframe just stopping working for some reason, and them trying to figure out why with some kind of internal conflict going on in between. Huh. And it would kind of explain why there's some, there's like some later on, because not all of it, like, cause I, I'm pretty sure like there's some MS and Victory that has some Psycho Frame bullshit going on. Um, I mean, Victory is like, what, like 60 years after this? Yeah. I feel like everyone yeah. just like, everyone just just like forgot the lessons of humanity. I think Gundam might have a can thing I, to say about that. <laughs> can I tell you uh, a funny little anecdote about yeah. uh, my experience watching this film? So <laughs> I was kind of watching it and I was just kind of things were happening. I was like, you know yeah. what? That's fine. And That's like the, the, the like the big the big action scene had ended. Um and they like people were talking and I was like, okay, you know what? People are talking. That's great. I should probably pay attention to this. I'm mm-hmm. gonna look at my phone for one minute and I looked down, I saw the time, I looked back up, and the 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 title screen was there. Right. And I was I was like, What did I did I miss something? <laughs> no, it just kinda ends. It just kind of ends. it's God, it's like, it's... remember, remember, have you ever seen that episode of It's Always Sunny where they're trying to make that film, and it's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, they, uh, they, 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 he smells crime. What was it called? Oh, hold on, sorry, Sarah's getting mad at me, Sarah from Pot of Greed, and also from this account, she's getting mad at me because I used the, um, Pot of Greed account to vote for Chibity in the Gundam poll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Oh, why would you do that? There's a total conflict and and fraud going on. Okay, look, we're recording this on 1.24 p.m. Eastern Time on September 11th, and the finals of that Gundam poll has been going around of the Purple Hairs. It's (laughs) Garma against Chibity in the finals. As of now, Chibity's up 
by two percent or like fifty two to forty eight with like five and a half hours left or so. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And if Garma wins, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. <laughs> of course you're gonna be pissed. This is canon Garma. This isn't fan and Garma. Garma died and he's in hell and he's a loser. And Chibity <laughs> is the only American I respect. Chibity's a sweet, sweet, good boy. He has four, four girlfriends, four moms. Good, good. He got four mommy GFs. That's good for him. Um, before for, I start oh, talking I'm about so, a better sorry, Gundam series, do you? Silent. <laughs> before I start talking about a better Gundam series, do you want to give us a summary of what this was? <laughs> do I have to? Yeah, but it, but like you said, it'll be funny music that plays. Over okay, it. yeah, the funny music's playing. Oh, start start the funny music as we go into the summary. It goes like that. Let's, let's here. So three kids in UC0079 run out of a bus and hold hands. Rita, the blonde-haired child, sees the future and witnesses the colony drop as a child. She projects her she projects her vision onto her other friends' minds. Once again, both children witnessing a war crime before it happens. None of them can do anything about it. We see the colony drop. Pretty messed up. This is a flashback, and like 20 years later, uh, Jonah Hill Basta, whatever he's called, wakes up and opens his blinds, seeing the Luyo and Co. building in Neo Hong Kong. We flash over to the building and see Michelle Luyo doing a divination. She gets a file from her good buddy Brick about the unicorn. Michelle wants to find the third unicorn that has always existed, apparently, because something something Luyo Walt Disney frozen body. He's in stasis, and unicorns can rewind time, apparently, and she wants him to not be frozen. Anyways, Martha Vist Carbine is being transported somewhere by the Federation, and then they get fucking curb-stomped by two DJs, and then she gets kidnapped by Luo and Co. This never shows up again in the film. She never shows up again in this film. Uh, we smash cut to a bunch of jesters in space hunting the Phoenix Gundam, which is the name of the third one. They get contacted by Michelle... And then Jonah shows up and shoots it with a hyper-mega particle cannon that's in the narrative Gundam's tummy. They don't catch it. Uh, Jonah has a new type moment when the Fenex, with the Fenex when the, uh, he wraps a wire around it. Uh, he freaks out and then he shoots and misses. Meneva's here. She talks to a dude called uh, Bakura. I don't know. They didn't say his name. Uh, the foreign minister of Zeon about his activities and the sleeves remnants. And he says they has nothing to do with each other. We get exposition about the narrative Gundam and see Jonah taking his big bulky flight suit off. Apparently Luo's doing some shady things. Uh, Zoltan uh, comes in in his ship. Um, Zoltan's a character, by the way. He's humming Eine Kleine Nacht music whilst doing sexy goth twink things. He is the Joker. Uh, he is Neo Zeon's Joker. Um, we flash back to a better piece of Gundam media, uh, hashtag Ashima sweep, as Quattro gives his Dakar speech. The person in charge of Luo talks to some Titan dude about wanting the real miracle child. They can do war crimes to the other two that saw the future. Um... Jonah wakes up again, um, he's flying his narrative Gundam, and we see the team he's with, and the sleeves go to side six, a college colony. This is relevant for some reason. They do a big fight, the Phoenix shows up, narrative goes NTD, and steals the second Neo Zeong they made, but the Phoenix stops it by telling Jonah to chill. Everyone just fucks off from each other. We then flash back to Michelle trying to spare the other two from being war-crimed at the Titan's base. Rita gets war-crimed, they cut open her brain and jam a handful of Wario pills into her cerebral cortex. So, Michelle's plan didn't work. 
Uh, we go back to the present, they fight again, but later, Zoltan actually uses his Neo Zeong the Squeakle this time around. He starts throwing Helium-3 tanks to make them go critical, so he can throw them at Earth, I guess. The Phoenix shows up again, but they actually get it! Michelle shows up and just throws a bunch of Psycho Frame all over the place and then dies. Uh, Buggy D. Lynx shows up in the best mobile suit in the film, shoots a gun once, and then doesn't show up again for the rest of the fight. The narrative gets blown up, so Jonah goes into the Phoenix and then beats up Zoltan with Psycho, Psycho Frame BS and kills him really hard for some reason. Um, the humans go, no more Psycho Frame, please, thank you, and then Jonah gets thrown out of the Phoenix and it starts to grow actual wings to shield people from an explosion. And then Buggy D. Lynx shows up and grabs Jonah again to make him go home. Then Mineva goes to this Ryo Bakura character again and says, hey, you're lucky none of this was relevant. <laughs> and it says, don't do it again. And then people talk some more, and then the film ends. Uh, narrative Uzumaki thinks. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, what is this film? This fucking movie. I I watched it last night, and I was like, I, I finished it, and I'm like, you know, that was a fine movie. Like, it wasn't, it didn't really hold up that much compared to the Unicorn as a whole, but I thought it was fine. And I slept on it, and then we talked about it earlier, and I'm just like, yeah, this movie fucking, why it's do we need bad. it? It's bad. It's just bad. And it like, looks bad, too. Okay, like, it, I understand, okay. Oh, I don't get it. You think that, <laughs> uh, it. It had like a limited theatrical release. It's an Why? OVA. It's Imagine an OVA. Real money to see this film, but like Unicorn is an OVA, and you'd think that this would have like a budget a little bit comparable to like a single episode of a Unicorn OVA. Nope. No, it, it looks, looks so like much cheaper. It looks like shit. It's really weird seeing characters. Like the only character that looks almost the same as they did in Unicorn is Maneva. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. see, you see uh, Martha, and she looks like a different person. Literally, see, a different person entirely. Like you see, like the back and side of like Flast and Takuya and Zinnerman, and like they look uh, not that similar. And like you see Benajer, and I was like, that that's not him. He's different. He's like different enough. Like it looked like his eyes were blue instead of brown. It was so weird. Yeah. Uh, what it's like the actual character designs of the characters who are unique to this movie they're fine i like it i like yona's cool hair where like you can't see his eyebrows he looks very broody i like michelle's cool red eyeshadow um rita rita was fun zoltan is like the only zoltan is the best best thing about this film and it's only because he's 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 a he's a quirked up little white boy um with an inferiority complex um, he's a guy and who I'd sucks. Like to, <laughs> he's a like, guy who give sucks him a, so bad. Give him, give him a kiss on the kiss on the cheek. Give, right. a, give him a kiss on the cheek, and then it's like, yeah. Ooh. But the problem is, by doing that, he's going to assume that you're thinking that he's a pitiful guy and deserves a kiss on the cheek because he sucks and doesn't have anything That's else good going for him. In men, Max, and, you're not allowed <laughs> to judge me for that. <laughs> I can fix him. I can't. I, I don't want to fix him. He's way funnier <laughs> I, this way. I, I I will make him worse. <laughs> Um, so like his shitty undercut, his shitty undercut, his weird eye scars, his one red eye that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like he's only got a hair on like the front of his head and then the rest of it's just shaved. Who did uh-huh. this to him? They, they, he, he got a fucked up haircut at the cyber new type labs. Yeah, it's just, I don't understand. It's just like, 
It's oh my god! It's just it's something. I, it's such it's 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 the most film I've ever seen. Yeah, this is this is the movie of all time. <laughs> this is the movie of all time. Um, so like it starts out, we see the three. They're called the Miracle Children. Um, it's Rita Bernal who's the blonde one, Michelle Luo who's the black haired one, and Yona Basta who's the red haired one. Yeah, um, and. You don't like you don't see Rita's face for the first half of the movie. There's literally no reason as to why. Like it's not like there's a reveal of seeing what her eyes look like. No, it's they just didn't not. show her until halfway through. You know what? They could have made that interesting if they if they gave a little like red eyes or something. It was just like, oh, she's spooky, right? Ooh. Like the the, the the thing is, none of the Gundam, like no other Gundam character has like, from what I can remember, like. Uh, noticeable enough eyes that like that reveal would be meaningful in any way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Cause, cause characters that's not the kind have of show eye that color. Gundam is people complain about like origin Amuro versus original Amuro because like 0079 Amuro is brown eyes and origin Amuro is blue eyes. But like oh, that's the God. most eye cares? Who cares? Right. I mean, he looks. I think he's better with brown eyes. But that's there just was me. two good moments in this film. Mm-hmm. And they both happened in flashbacks, one after the other. They are both the flashbacks where we flashback to and just happen to see former Osame. Yeah, it, it's funny how things work out that way. I gotta, that, that, I gotta that... give this, I gotta give this a film, this film an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, because it would have been a five, but you know, you gotta add, add, add. That's not. Hang on, I would have been a four. Had a had, but but I had four in it, so I got four. I can count. I promise I can count. That's right. I promise I can count. I promise. I promise. You can count better than Valve can, and so can um, Anaheim because there's three unicorns in this. Even though I you like only see the, one and a half. I like the bird imagery in this film. This is a movie about birds. Have you played <laughs> Wingspan, Callie? No, I've not played Wingspan. Can you tell it's me the, about Wingspan? It's the, it's the best board card game in the world. It is literally a game about. I call it bird game. Um, it's literally a game where it's like all the cards are different real life birds and like you have this field <laughs> and you're placing birds on them and they all do different things and they all have different oh, abilities. And you, you like lay eggs and get points. It is the most fucking fun I've ever had playing a card board it's, tabletop it's, whatever game. It's Everyone just should like play Black Wings and Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know what part of the, you know what bird imagery I really liked? Hmm. The fact that the, the the narrative Gundam has a completely impractically shaped core fighter that looks like a bird. Yeah, that was so funny. The, the narrative Gundam is a very interesting piece of technology because you can tell it like like it it is the prototype of the new Gundam. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You can tell like the legs are almost exactly the same. Um, it it has a double... prototype. It happened way after. Well, I I I think it's from before because if you look on the Gundam wiki, which again. I don't. I wouldn't trust the Gundam wiki. I don't trust most, it as far as I can throw it for most anything. But it does say that the narrative was developed into the RX ninety three new Gundam instead of the other way around. Huh? And then they, did, they just jam the NTD into it. Like I, I guess. Yeah. I don't know who who who, who gives a fuck? who cares who fucking who cares? cares. So literally, ki- who cares? The kids are in like a botanical park in Australia, and like Rita runs off and chases birds, and she gets a vision of the colony drop. That she gets a vision of Operation British, and is able to like warn her town of it or whatever. So 
you know, that's how they were dubbed the Miracle Children because mm-hmm. they had, you know, they they knew of the cool war crime before it was going to happen. Um, and hey, uh, hey, if you if you um if you could go back in time and stop the uh stop the colony drop from happening, would you do it? Uh. Uh, I mean, I, oh wait, no, I gotta think of the day. Uh, if you if you could go back in time and stuff, that, no, I'm not asking that question. <laughs> On nine eleven, no less. <laughs> so, if you weren't tired enough of like seeing the colony drop, this time we get to see people getting evaporated by it. So that's yeah, fun. that was that, uh, was that was happens really cool. in two different moments in this movie, by the way, literally twice. Uh, and w- and one like, is perpetrated by a girl boss, so you know like, you love they, it. They look, they look at a, they look at everything and go like, oh, whoa, check it out, whoa, people like mm-hmm. seeing the colony drop, right? Let's just show it twice in this film. Yeah. Um. We also get this first bit of like conversation that we hear throughout the entire goddamn movie of Rita's like, do you believe in heaven? And Yona's like, no, we're born to suffer and die. And Michelle's like, if God was real, he wouldn't let all this bad stuff happen. And Reed is like, well, new types have a different kind of heaven. I'm going to tell you this ten more times before the end of the movie. Do you think people have a... Do you think heaven's real? I think souls are real. And you hear that about five times. Oh my god. I mean, like, the answer is yes, I suppose, because of what happens. But, like, we'll get there, I suppose. Um, so we cut to modern day. It's UC-97. Um, 1997 UC-Summer. And oh wow! Summer of summer of ninety seven. I was four, just like the girl boss. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> um, it's we're in this confused me, not confused me, but like we're in Neo Hong Kong. You'll remember in Zeta Gundam, four Murasame did level most of the city, so they had to build a different one. It um, was fine. She's allowed. She's al- she's allowed, and she's alive. And but it's not the cool <laughs> Neo Hong Kong from G Gundam. That's different. That's a different. It's a better piece of media. That's tr- trust me. That's different. Uh, Chibity's from there, and he sh- he better win. Um, <laughs> it's Chibity from Hong Kong. Uh, G- no, I mean like Chibity's from like that that timeline. Chibity Chibity's oh, from I was Future Century. Say, cause I feel like I would have missed that. No, he's he's from the good old U.S. of A. Semper funny. Nah. And we see Michelle Luo. Uh, she's doing like divination with these cool sticks. Um, she gets handed this like some kind of confidential document by a guy named Mary. Um, and I, I don't know he's if... from he's from he's from New Zealand. It's Taika Watiti. He's in the it's film. Taika... I watched Thor four last night. Uh, it was pretty good. It was alright. I, I haven't watched it yet. It's not as good as Thor three, but like no other Marvel movie could be as good as Thor three. More like Bull Ragnarok. But up up but up up. Wait. She, we learn that she's special because she has like predictive divination new type powers where yeah, she was she able to see the she, future. Yeah, she, she told her her dad, Luo Umin, be like, hey, Ayug's gonna win this war. And she was able to get Luo and Co. out of Lhasa before Shar dropped his first stinky rock on it. So everyone's yeah. like, wow, she is the miracle child new type. We love her. Um, but she's just a buki, right? Yeah, she's just lying about it. But we learned that like halfway through the movie. Yeah. Um, we le- okay, so, so so we learned something. We learned something, and this is something that I talked about last week uh, or last episode. But like, I guess I wasn't didn't really like officially know of it until now about like what happened at the end of Unicorn when uh, Banasher did his cool hand wave. This is the explanation of what happened, where like he turned back time and disassembled the engines as if they never had been built in the first place. Mm-hmm. Th- this is where the whole like unicorns can do time travel thing really gets into gear. 
I just like, hate it. I just hate it. It doesn't need to be t- like. I I was willing to be okay with with like the unicorn and Neo Zeong's cool time like epic time adventure through time of like the follies of humanity as just mm-hmm. like a new type vision. But I guess that was just they canonically traveled through time, and I don't think I like that very much actually. I, I don't like that. Not in, not why in my did they Gundam, make please. them do that? Uh, but like the reason it never why shows up again. The reason it's. It's a fucking stupid ass movie. The reason why this is important is because uh, Michelle wants to revive her frozen papa because he's like dying or dead, and if she yeah. gets like if she gets the unicorn psycho frame and like uses its power, she can turn back time and bring him back. Okay, that's sure. that's the that's sure. the reason this is happening. You can you can sure you can you can turn back time and make your dad not frozen, mm-hmm. or you could just get him out. Just get him out. What? Just turn off put, the tank. Just let him out. Look, I know that let they're not out. supposed to know about this. Just talk to Benajer. He'll bring her frozen cold dad. He'll he'll bring her frozen cold dad mm-hmm. to Siam Vist's cool grandpa cot, and he'll be able to live <laughs> yeah, for like fifty more man. years. He can gain what he wants. He can gain. Well, he gets the headband. Siam's fucking dead now. He's been gone a year. We know where Magalanica is. Bring can, him to they, the snail. Yeah, put him in the snail, put him in the thing. You can play Stardew Valley. Did you know if you get plugged into that, it retroactively changes every copy of Stardew Valley, and it makes him the the grandpa. He, it's like Highlander. There can only be one. There can only be one man in the chair. They've got to plug him into the Iron Throne. <laughs> yeah, blood for the blood god, etc. Blood for the blood god, skulls for the skull throne. Um, And then, we okay, we the next scene after this uh, is... One of the good ones, because Martha Vist, the only time we really ever see her. <laughs> Literally the only time we see her. She's, like, getting ferried from, like, some some prison to a prison different prison. Prison to prison. Um, yeah. Because she just can't be safe anywhere, and they've got to keep moving her around. Uh, and they've got some MSs, and they're like, oh, we're getting attacked from the sky! And they just get their head, they get, like, Goomba stomped by, like, two right. DJs. And they're like, it's, these guys are pros. Oh my god! It kicks ass. The DJs are cool. I I didn't really realize that their main weapon was like the Gelgoog spinning blades, but I guess they are because I guess they were developed from the Gelgoog because they have the same kind of face shape. Um, I've I've just got I don't understand why this happens because if Luo and Co are like I know they're not on the side of the Federation, but they're not on the side of Zeon. They kill like five dudes. For nothing. They literally stomp on a guy. They they keep stepping on people. And they like 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 a like a group of people are now dead. Like, right. I, I get and the whole thing is that you're not supposed to really sympathize with Michelle. Like she's kind of like more of a villain of this movie than Zeon is. But you're yeah. supposed to think what she's like doing is like I just uh, Why the, why did she need Martha? Because Luo and company clear like does Luo <laughs> I, uh, God, what the fuck? It doesn't what make the fuck? Any sense. You know who else is around and knows a bunch of stuff about the Unicorn Project? Her Ooh. brother. Yeah, and he definitely would like want to help. He's like, yeah, like, I oh yeah, the- sure. You know, I've, get I've the- lost, I've lost people. They didn't really care about me, and I only really knew them for like a week. Um, but I was in charge of them, and it made me sad when they died. So I want to help you out, guys. Yeah, they're gonna I mean, hand wave it away. They're gonna hand wave it away. You can hand wave this film away. I you can Alberto literally hand wave it away. I can imagine Alberto doesn't show up because he probably doesn't want anything to do with it. He's just like, no, I've seen this is too much for me. I want to just like lay down and play Stardew Valley. 
Um, <laughs> just like slapped it on, and then uh, woman Luo was that. It's just like, oh, they changed the grandpa from my grandpa to a different dude. All I can imagine is that they needed Martha because Luo doesn't have enough like pull as a company on its own. So they need like the Vist Foundation to like add a little bit more spice to that. So they can just like get Yona and Michelle and everyone else up to a Federation ship and like join the Shazar squad. Like sure. that's all I can think of, and I'm not going to sure. go on anymore because I'm, I'm just yeah. I'm just saying that's what happened, and I'm right I'm about it. I'm sick of this film already. Um, <laughs> then we see. We see the Fenex um, after this. We cut to space. Um, the Fenex is what if the unicorn was uh-huh. gold and its cycle frame was blue? What, um, if it's, what if its model kits look like shit because there's no way of getting gold to look good apart from I a mean, Mekiaku like, Chiki revive? I honestly think it's fine. I don't mind the injection gold. Like, I think injection looks okay on mobiles, like on, on mobile suits, on Gundams. Like, I have a Fenex high grade. It's mm-hmm. fine. Like, it's not. It, it's fine. Um, the, the big thing differentiating the Fenex is that it doesn't have weapons. It has the two, like, um, it's fancy got two shields. shields on its back. It, it doesn't have, have it's not, they're not the shields that the unicorn use. It's like that one fancy shield that the Banshee used. It has two of them and they have like these cool, like tassely tails on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's V fin is, it's like more spiky than the Banshees. It looks almost like a kind of feathered crest. Yeah. Uh, and then that's like really it. It's just you know it, it has like the yellow eyes that turn blue or red or whatever the fuck depending. Mm-hmm. And it's fighting. Um, are they jestas? I, I think they're jestas that they're I, fighting they're it. Probably. I joined a check. I have. Oh, I have. Do the you wiki care page. enough for me to check? I have the wiki page up right now. Um, mechanic. Yeah, yeah. They're jestas, like specifically the Shazar type jestas. Yeah, that's cool. That's fine. <laughs> they're that's fine. Um, they look they, pretty cool. Yes, yeah, they look. Cool I robots in this film. That's that's I a like bright the, side to it. The robots that are unique to this film that aren't just like recolored versions of other robots are cool. Except for the one that is a recolored version of a different robot that's like really cool. But we'll get mm-hmm. there at the end of it. Um, they're fighting the Fenix and they just like can't do shit to it because it's just kind of like constantly covered in this blue force field. Um, hey, um, hey. You wanna know something funny about the ship that it's uh that 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 that, that, that um the name of the ship <laughs> that, 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 that Zinnemann's piloting later on. What's it called? It's it's the Garden Sierra's Junior. Is that what it's called? That's it's so the cute. Garden Sierra's Junior. What a sweet little sweet little baby. It's little it's little Garden Sierra. How cute. Little Garden Sierra. Oh, and it's like a little it's like a baby blue. It's 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 pretty. It's like yeah, it's like a kind of like a greenish teal. I like it. Yeah. Uh, we don't see cool characters. We don't see them for a long I time. I miss Unicorn so much. Yeah, this fucking sucked. <laughs> God. So Yona shows up. Michelle's like, "Hey, Shazar team, fuck off. We're taking over this operation." Yona shows up in the narrative Gundam. Um, the I narrative Gundam has a big beam from his tummy laser. Yeah. The the so the narrative Gundam has three different forms. Yeah, um, like it's like the base narrative. We s- it's always inside these forms. Um, th- this is the apex where it's just like it. It has the fuel thrusters. It has a shit ton of like weapons and grabby hands. It's like mm-hmm. this is like the uh, the, the dendrobium for the yeah the dendrobium Gundam, basically from a Not much better show. Um, but it has the big tummy laser and it's flying around. And it's fighting the Fenix and like 
Yona is ordered to shoot it, but he doesn't want to because he doesn't want to hurt Rita. We're, we're going off the assumption at this point in the movie that, like, Rita's inside the Fenix. Yeah, And, like, Rita's they're trying to recover her. Um, he, like, eventually fires a hyper-mega cannon. Like, he gets all fucked up. Um, the kind of grabby hands, they they form a prism. It's like how Amuro's fin funnels in the new Gundam could make that kind of triangle appear. Um mm-hmm. It's like that, but it's a it's an octahedron instead. It's like the it's the angel from Evangelion that screams and it's, drills. It's, it's the psycho capture system. Okay, it's, it was made specifically to capture the Phoenix, and when it's in it use, its work. two units move to the tip and open into claws to create a capture field, an exactly octahedral field that traps the Phoenix by jamming its psycho waves, That's just so like true. the Rosen Zulu. What? Okay, what gets me? Is Benajer was able to break out of that psycho shield by just oh, yeah. getting by getting mad enough with new type power after Merida died. Rita yeah. is a literal fucking ghost inhabiting the Phoenix that like can fly at the speed of light. She couldn't just Psychic like pop out and be like, God. "See ya, bye, idiot." <laughs> bye. I'm going somewhere else. I'm going to the fucking. Uh, I'm I'm hanging out. I'm going to fly away in space until G-Reco happens, because I know that there's a black and purple Fenix that shows off in, like, a weird animated short from that that's not canon. What? Yeah, hold on. Fucking, hold on. Hold on. No fucking. You gotta gotta see this shit. Yeah, hold on. What's it? It's the Cam's RX-0G Fenix. The Uh, G Fenix. But it's, like, here. Okay, I'm just gonna... It's a replica of the Fenix captured during the Regild century by the Capital Army based on data of the original Fenix found in the Rose of Hermes blueprints. I don't know what any of that means. But the, like, all of that means nothing to me. Why is it 3D animated? Why is it parted by a man called Mask? It wasn't from a show. It was Louis from Louis. a... It, it was from Gundam Reconquista in G, from the past to the future. It was like... <gasps> A sh- it, they call it a short film, but it's one of those like 10-minute little clips that show that they show on like... The wall screens at like Gundam bases. Oh, love that! Love that! Love that! Love yeah, that, love so that, love it's, that. It's 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 the same thing. It's the same like cl- category of Gundam film as like what the U- Unicorn Perfectibility is from. Okay, of just like look at this cool animation and buy the kit. I don't think they even released a kit of this because no they one cares. They didn't release a kit of it. That's so funny. It's really funny. I mean, maybe it's just recency bias, but like, I feel like there's always some kind of Fenix variant on P Bandai, and I'm oh, like, who the fuck all is buying the, the Fenix? Who cares? Did you watch this film that it's in? It's dog shit. Like, it's bad. I have, I have the Master Grade Unicorn and Banshee, not the Verka, the original that are like that don't that can't move, like you know the ones that just go limp. And I yeah. and honestly, oh, and I also have the real grade full armor unicorn, but that's a whole Ooh. different issue. Um, the one with all the weapons and 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 the the thing and like honestly, I feel like the high grade is probably the best to go for it because like it doesn't you don't need the finicky transformation system if it's you just kind of like locked don't. into place. Um, and it looks fine if you pose it well enough. Uh-huh. See, th- this is really a testament to how much we care about the movie because we've gotten distracted like. Oh man, I'm just thinking about the fact that high grade unicorn like model kits are like typically the best versions of them because they're locked into one mode. That's that's the thing. It's like it, it it's cool when when Gunpla has gimmicks like that, mm-hmm. but I feel like more often than not, it's just gonna kind of be a mess unless it's something that's been made in the last like five years or so. Yeah, like um. 
the core Gundam series of like models. Yes, heads that are that kicks ass. So good. I've got a Titans colored one. It's so cool. I love my biggest bummer. I mean, a it's hard to collect because there's you know eight so planets. Many. Um yeah. but also it just I feel like. And this is this is again a consequence of Wild Core Robot in that I know about the robots themselves before I know about what happens in the show. So I know that the Core Gundam has this cool planet system. I don't know what it is or why it is, but like I look at the cool like the the Titans color version and like the G three color version, and I just think that like all of it was kind of designed with the base Core Gundam colors mm-hmm. in mind. Oh, they, like yeah. I I feel like it looks better when it has those packs as the base Core Gundam. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But still, regardless, I think it's very cool. I love the core gun. This is a little, it's little a sweet tiny boy. thing. I know I mentioned it in another episode, but I like to pose him with my um, Psycho Gundam. So it oh. looks like the Psycho's got like a little friend. That's a problematic height gap if ever I heard of one. Hey, yo. Um, <laughs> hey, Maneva's here. Oh, Maneva's here. I After- forgot we were talking about this film. <laughs> I know. <right? laughs> it's, it's, she's in the snail. She's in Magalonica. Uh, that's just like stored somewhere inside three. Um, Apparently, they're like they have like a but they need to jump through a bunch of hoops to keep it in side three, mm-hmm. like politically. Um, right? Yeah, because again, Zeon's what three years away from um. Yeah, it, you know what I just three- you know what I just fucking realized what this is a sequel to Unicorn, and this this this. Scene is the only time anyone talks about the fucking box. Literally, the only time they talk about fucking Laplace's box. And it's just Bakarov saying, this- it's just Bakarov saying, oh, the space noids are angry about it and, they, and they're gaining power. That's it. That's, That's it. it. That's all they say. And it's. And I know that I'm happy that the box is what it is, but like, mm-hmm. if you make a sequel to Unicorn, capitalize on the box. That was the whole the deal. the whole point of Unicorn. Is there is a box that lets you <laughs> that lets you you know topple the world the, 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 uh-huh. not world federation. This isn't wrestling. It's yeah the the uh the silver bullet club suppressor is in this <laughs> silver movie. bullet club. Let's go. Um, there's I can think of a second wrestling thing given enough time. I'll get there. Oh, um, well, you got you got like another hour, no, n- another two hours at the rate we're going through this film. Yeah, fucking because we're still in the first ten minutes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. Um, so basically, uh, it's like Maneva telling off Bakarov because Bakarov is like meddling. He's using Xeon forces to like meddle in Federation affairs. He's like, hey, she's like, hey, I don't want to have a war, so stop it. And Bakarov is just kind of you know twirling his non-existent mustache maniacally mm. because he's 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 a villain and evil, but he doesn't get to actually do anything because it's a, it's a narrative movie, so no one gets to do anything. Apparently, this guy was the son of the the prime minister of the principality during the One Year War. Why did the principality have a prime minister? Right, it was kind. It was kind of the zombie show. Mostly. That's the kind of whole. That's kind of the whole point. Is it was like a fascist dictatorship? Why did it have yeah. a prime minister? Weird. 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 I mean, this film is full of weird choices. Right. Uh. So. So basically. We we uh, uh uh we we cut we we hear about a guy named Zoltan and we'll get to him eventually. But oh, basically, we'll like I'll get to him. You know, Maneva kind of has her eye on this operation. So then we cut to the Federation ship for a hot minute, and the the Shazar team 
it, it, the captain's name is Iago. We don't know that until the we end of the fucking movie. We don't movie. learn that till the last 15 minutes. But he's a Iago, and he's snooping around, and they see, like, the narrative Gundam, and, like, the Apex come off, and it's, like, really kind of, like, skinny and scrawny underneath. It's just mostly a frame. And yeah, they you call get, it the Scarecrow. They call it the Scarecrow because it's just, you know, skinny and scrawny, but, like, the, you pile a bunch of stuff on it to make it seem intimidating, which is, like, like I like those kind of Gundam nicknames. I love Scar- that. I really love the narrative Gundam. I think it rules. I think it's really cool. Um, yeah, I agree. I wish it was in something else. <sighs> yeah, I think it might be in... Aren't they putting it in fucking the, the new uh, Gundam Battle whatever the fuck game? Battle Operation? No, the other one, the 3D anime Arena Fighter. Um, oh, Maxi Boost. Maxi Boost. EX ver- Gundam Extreme Maxi Boost EX versus Battle on 2. The, the second one, they're putting the Fenix in. They're, they're putting Fenix in. I think they're putting uh, Narrative in as well. I know they're putting the Flaros in. Flaros was cool from. from oh, that rules. I love the Flaros. Uh, I really so love Flaros. Flaros is cool. But as they're taking the armor off of the Narrative, we get this kind of cool shot reverse shot of like. The, the armor being taken off narrative and, like, the psycho suit being taken off Yona. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's just, like, you know, he's, like, normal underneath. It's because um, they're, they're one and the same. They're, 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 they're one oh. and the same. Whoa. The suit and the, 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 suit and the dude become the, the same. The suit and the dude are the same. The Whoa. suit and the dude are the same. Much to consider. Much um. to consider, indeed. <laughs> Basically, we need a Gundam to catch a Gundam, which is why the narrative is being fielded to catch the Fenix. Uh, also, for other reasons, like Michelle is being really cagey about all of this mm-hmm. as the one in charge of the operation, and she seems like really fucking pissed off at Rita in general, just like constantly muttering how Rita has everything that she wants, just being you know hating. It, it's it's Rita hating hours. Who's up? Michelle is always. I fucking hate Rita so much. She makes no. me so mad. I want to be a bird instead. I want to be the bird. Let me be the bird. Oh my god, she kept talking about wanting to be a bird, and then she she became the phoenix. That's a kind of bird. So that's what gets me is that it's it's not the the RX you RX zero dash three phoenix like the bird. It's the phoenix, which is actually a demon in the Ars Goetia. So there should also be an ASWG whatever phoenix in Iron Blooded Orphans, but. Zeon calls like Zoltan calls it the Phoenix bird. Why? There's why ugh. did they do that? This film is nothing this? but bizarre choices. Why did you like that? That should be the tagline of narrative. Why did that happen? Why did you do this? Oh, hang on! I gotta open my door for my dog. I oh, didn't realize puppy. that no one else. Puppy. Hello. What the fuck? Sorry about that. He was being a little weirdo, weren't you? I gave I gave my dog a bath today. Oh wow! He didn't like it. <laughs> you can imagine dogs tend to not. My dogs yeah, do. We're, They're water. We dogs. were at the we were at the beach last week, and he's like all stinky from the salt air. So Aww. we had to we had to get him soft again. Oh, that's so cute. Um, speaking of cute, <laughs> we cut from this scene to the Zeon ship. Uh, we see Is another he- Neo Zeon. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? It's gray. It's there. It's gray and has like black and red armor over the shoulders and like spikier. No one mentions it, so I don't care about it yet. Yeah. Um. But we do see it's just kind of there. It's in a fucking cage on the bottom of the ship. It's not even stored on the ship. It rules. (laughs) It's a beast. It's a beast. They keep it in a cage. It's a beast of impossibility. Zoltan rolls in. 
humming Mozart's Ein kleiner Nachtmusik. It's the one that goes. Ein kleiner Nachtmusik. It's it's the one that goes da 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 da. He's a loser and he's the Joker and I love him and he's the best character in this movie. I want to give him a kiss on the lips. He would take that. Twenty-seven. Did you know that? That's like the oldest Gundam character ever. I love that he's a oh, he's a failed like, char. He's literally a he's he's the he was meant to be full frontal and then he sucked, so they made him not full frontal. They anymore. they fucked up so bad with that because they look at him and I'm like, how the fuck were you supposed to be like char? They traumatized that boy. They, they got the scars in the wrong so places. They're like, oh hey, you got you got it's like in the char is cool the badass room. eye scars and one glowing red eye, doesn't he? <laughs> no, oh shit. <laughs> We, we goofed up real bad. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta go bald. And they cut off half of his head. They're like, no, wait, we can still salvage um, this. So they just stopped uh, doing the rest of it. Yeah. We, we uh, don't really like see him do anything. He does he's nothing. There. He's just there. He he's shows there. up. He hums a song. He sits down, and then the scene ends. We we see a flashback to Shar's cool Dakar speech, and Ashmar <sighs> shows up for half a second, like hooted and hollered and clapped because I love it. The the, um, the psycho the psycho Gundam was on the screen. The psycho Gundam was on a screen. They love to show it. It's like it's weird that they reanimated bits from. Well, actually, shit. Maybe they might have just used like the reanimation from the advance or uh, from um the Zeta rebuild movie. They might have because they they don't reanimate anything from Shar's counterattack. It's just the original footage. I think they might just be using like a new translation footage. That from the Zeta that makes stuff. me so mad because that's like more of where the budget is. Because it's yeah, like, honestly, you're, you're reusing animation, the budget should be in yeah. other places, why does this film still look terrible? I know, um, but the purpose of this scene is, like, it, it, it cuts from there to, like, a Titans facility, like a new type lab, cyber new type lab, rather, and it's, um, Stephanie Wooman, or, uh, Stephanie Luo, uh, getting really pissed at the Titans guy there, saying, like, alright, there's three Miracle Trojan, we know only one's an actual new type, just give me the one new type, I don't care about the others, just find, find them. Um, and we see some like harrowing shit from the inside of the cyber new type lab. Like there's a mm-hmm. girl who like, just, like straight up bashes her. They, head they used the all glass of the wall. budget on that scene because I remember going like, "Oh my god, that's yeah. horrible." Yeah, because um, it's, it's like it's it's the fact that like she does it and all the glass is smashed, and then it's like she falls limp, but like she's held up by for like a second because her like hair has gotten stuck in the cracks of the yeah, glass. Yeah, it's and it's d- just like oh. fuck. If the whole film was that, because I because because you know you all uh-huh. know you listeners uh-huh. at home know I I am I am cyber new type enjoyer supreme. If this uh-huh. was just a film about the sins and the horrors of creating cyber new types, I would have been all over this film. Right, but like, it's more th- like a vague background detail. Like Z- Zoltan's a cyber new type, and Rita is like a rare new type cyber new type combo. Like Bena- like 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 Benaja. Yeah, I don't. Was he actually like, bu- like Buggy? Sorry, Buggy. Oh, he's he was enhanced. Right. Yeah, that was that was kind of established, wasn't it? Because that was like him in the him in the chair with a weird shit over his eye. They enhanced him a little bit because the only way to kind of. Um, handle the unicorn was to be a cyber new type and that's why they were going to give it to full frontal because he's a cyber new type mm. i'm pretty sure i'm i'm 100 positive that banajer is a cyber new type is a, a cybernetics enhanced like new type already um the wiki says that that was just cardius the machine was just cardius testing banajer's new type abilities that he knew he had 
Yeah, well, the wiki also says that, um, you know, uh, Angelo is not a new type, so I'm not gonna believe that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, um, Gundam wiki. <laughs> oh, God, never change. Never change. Uh, we, Have we, you we, seen we... the, you've seen the summary of narrative of the Gundam wiki, right? Or the lack thereof. <laughs> it's like ten lines, can I read it? Yeah, hit it. Uh, you see, 0079, one year after the opening of Laplace's box, despite the revelation of the Universal Century Charter that acknowledges the existence and rights of new types, the framework of the world has not been greatly altered. The conflict later dubbed at the Laplace incident is thought to have ended with the downfall of the Neo-Zeon remnants known as the Sleeves. In its final battle, two full Psycho-Frame mobile suits displayed power beyond human understanding. The White Unicorn and the black lion was sealed away to remove this danger from people's consciousness, and now they should now be completely forgotten. However, the RX Zero Unicorn Gundam Zero Three, which disappeared two years earlier, is now about to show itself in the Earth sphere once more. A golden phoenix named Fenix. That's this so is true. ten lines long, That's and so eight true. of them are about unicorn. <laughs> That's so true. I the synopsis God. of narrative. 100% accurate, absolutely. <laughs> Psychic blocks on this film to make you think of better Gundam media. <laughs> God. Um, right, we need to hurry this up. Shit, I'm sorry, you keep getting distracted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we see the moment the Fenix went berserk. Like, I guess this is when Rita is still in the cockpit, and it just, like, kind of goes crazy and, like, plows through an entire Federation ship by itself. It, it like, um, breaks into destroy mode. Yeah, it's like doesn't want to. It's I, like forced. Yeah, it's nasty. Um, and like we learned that both Zeon and Michelle have a psycho monitor that's able to like track psychoactivity. Um, so like they they use that, and it it takes them to side six, which is like oh, you know, this thing's been flying around space for the last year and a half. It must have a, like a resupply base somewhere. Have a nest. It's the Fennec, the Phoenix nest. Oh, the so Phoenix they go, they nest check like it out. A bird! Oh, I want to fly away. I'm like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> they go. They go to the colony. It's a college colony. It doesn't matter. They just tell you that um, it's a college which, colony. They say it about four times though, which is a bit weird. They keep specifying it. Zeon like breaks in, and uh, the Shazar team is like let in because Michelle uses the Luo name to like get them inside. Um, and they're flying around, and like you know, they they, they bump into each other. And we see Zoltan in the Sinanju Stein, which is, like, what the Sinanju looked like before Zeon tricked it out. So I guess they stole two Sinanjus, and one they just didn't touch at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and they fight a lot, and, like, Zoltan just kind of starts going completely fucking apeshit. <laughs> because he, like, he, he, he starts shooting, he starts blasting. So anyway, I started blasting. Um, I, anyway, he started blasting. And it it's it, it there's like civilians and you guess you get to see them get melted and evaporated and destroyed. Awesome. Uh and he like notices that Zoltan's Gundam is kind of like a weird shitty half built one. He gets he gets so fucking he's like, Are you laughing at me? Are you saying that since I'm a failed failed oh. clone of Shard that you send a failed gunner to capture me, that all I'm worth? This guy's completely sucks. out of nowhere. Oh, he's projecting a hundred percent. He's so he's so like his his little noggin's so full of self-doubt that he's just like, he sees a Gundam that's a little bit less, like, perfect than the literal time-traveling, time-reversing, uh-huh. 
beast of possibility known oh, as the you unicorn. hate me and you want me dead, don't you? <laughs> you you hate me and you want me dead. Person the I've line never met I love before. from this. The line I love is like, I know why you're dodging. You want me to punch holes in this colony as he just keeps on firing his beams <laughs> he's everywhere. He's going. He's so he's he's joker pilled and I love him. I I'm wanted gonna, to do I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> I wanted to do a Beyond Tumor on this guy's voice actor. I watched the dub, by the way. Oh, uh, what's he sound like in the dub? Steak. He sounds like uh he, he sounds he doesn't sound like a teenager, but he sounds like a young adult. Um he sounds he sounds like a goth, which is weird. Mm. It's like, he sounds know what a goth sounds like. In the, like, so the voice actor for him uh, in the dub is, he's like pretty new. There really isn't that much roles he's done. Um, he does an, an incredible job, though, just like chewing the scenery. He's like, um, I can't really think of who, uh, uh, like who he sounds like, but he just sounds kind of like petulant and nasally in a really mm. fun way. Yeah, it's kind of like that. that. Yeah, well, I do know that uh, Zoltan's Japanese voice actor is Eugene from Iron Blooded Orphans. Same guy. Oh, that rules! Which is really great, yeah. Um, so, before Zoltan can, like, kill Yona, the phoenix does appear, drawn by the, the psycho frames resonating. Uh, like, bathed bathed in golden light. Bathed uh, in golden light! Um, Zoltan, like, calls the Neo Zeong to him, and Yona, like... He has this like weird vision flashback thing of like Rita playing with birds on the beach, mm-hmm. uh, wishing to become a bird. Her whole thing is like, when I die, I want to be reincarnated into a beautiful bird. She says and, this like, four times to the film. Yeah, four times seems low, but go off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like so many more. And like Michelle like throws a knife in the vision, which is like visual shorthand for like her forcibly activating the NTD that is installed inside the narrative Gundam. Mm. And basically it, it causes the narrative to go berserk and go after the Fenex. But like, since the Fenex is inside a colony, it can't fight back, which yeah. is like Michelle's whole evil plan. Michelle's is starting to seem like the villain of this whole movie. <laughs> now that you mention it, kind of, I a little bit, I, I read her as a bit unhinged, but I didn't see her as, like, a villain. And then you spell out what she did, and it's like, huh. Right. This Consi- considering, sucks. Considering what she says here is, like, her expositing shit about how the Fenix can conquer death itself using new type power. And, yeah, you know who talks about conquering death itself through the use of psycho power? Villains, Michelle. Villains, Villains do. do that. Heroes don't do this. Um... But this is when the Neo Zeong busts in and Yona starts to like freak out and he gets really, really mad at Michelle, which like manifests his rage. First of all, Yona Basta, not a new type. He's just a regular guy. He never underwent any of the Wario pill shit, as mm-hmm. far as I can tell, um, in the in the new type labs. Like, he's just a guy. Wait, no, it says he is a new type. I don't believe that. I find that mm-hmm. hard to believe. I gonna wiki you wrong. Yona's a regular guy, Michelle's regular. It's only They're all Rita regular guys. Type. Because the only one who got the surgery was Rita, and she was already a new type. They, like, they fucked her up so bad. They just um, beefed her. But he uses the NTD to, like, you know how it how it can uh, uh, take command of, like, psycho things? Like how the unicorn took over the Kshatriya's funnels in Unicorn? Um, well, he just takes over the entire Neo Zeong and just starts blasting. Mm. It's bad. It's sick, because, like, the auras that's going on right here are really cool. Like, mm-hmm. all of the, like, the, the sick, the sickly red, like, that, yeah, that it's brutal, na- it's like, like it's, it's anger, like, 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 a corruption <sighs> of that, like, Axis miracle 
Um, right. And and it's like fucking insane. It's, it's, it's so cool. cool. It's cool it's like visual the language. Part of the film. I know, right? Well, it's it really goes funny downhill too. from here. It works really well. Again, I keep on using visual shorthand as a term, but like the Fenix is like straight up like slinging globs of that blue green soup from SARS mm. counterattack. So like when you see this nasty like red orange globby light, you're just like, oh, this is the this the evil light. The evil uh, light. We we learn the, the the plan back then. The reason why all this went to shit is that like Michelle's Michelle overhears a conversation saying that like whoever they decide is the real new type of the miracle children gets to go free and the other two are just going to get their brains fucked up and disassembled yeah, by the new type Yeah, crimed. So, I guess what Michelle thinks like thought her plan would do is she says that she's the real because like they both know that Rita's the real new type, right? I guess her plan was to say she's the real new type and then once she's on the outside find a way to get Yona and Rita to safety. Yeah. I, I don't know what her plan truly was because instead of It was Rita, a stupid fucking plan. Right. In, instead, she becomes Lou's woman's adopted daughter, and Rita gets her whole head and spine cut open and becomes like double new type. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit messed up. Which, which which led her to getting piloting the Fenex and like dying and her soul literally merging to the psycho frame of it, which is why the Fenex is her and Rita's like just gone and dead. Good good plan, Michelle. Great work, great work, great work. No notes. Mm-hmm. Perfect 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Great. Yeah. Um, but Rita is able to, like, calm him down. She reaches through uh, the evil light, and it's like that one scene in Rebuild of Evangelion where Shinji reaches inside uh, the 10th angel to pull Ray out of the big orb, and when he causes the third impact. Yeah, um, yeah, 100% does that. I, I can't believe we see uh, uh, Rita... Um, becoming a giant blue person whose head falls off as uh, she sucks up all the souls of the people and the world. They should call her Reita Ayanami. Ah, that's so funny! (laughs) I fucking hate this film. How do I dislike it more talking about it more? This is this is the podcaster's burden that the best things the podcast about is bad media. Literally! (laughs) Literally! Um, this is uh, when we see, this is when we see, by the way, uh, the Garancier Jr. Yeah, we like, do, at, we see it, and it's like, wow! Because Zeon ditches the scene, they take the Neo-Zeon, they leave, ready to fight again. The Phoenix is like, alright, Yona, I'm I'm leaving, um, but I'm gonna need your help soon, so hang tight, buddy, and p- peace is out. And this is, like, when we see, we see Takuya, who's, like, part of the Garancier team, and we see Flast, and, like, we hear Zinnerman's voice. And yes, we see, best we see part a pilot. Of the film, baby. We see a pilot, who we can't <laughs> see his face. But he's inside the silver bullet suppressor, which is like fucking sick as hell. Yeah, and he honks his nose and he goes, hey. He says, I'm an emperor of the sea. I'm an emperor of the sea. I have a nearly. <laughs> Bucky has a higher bounty than Luffy, right? Oh, yeah, no, he absolutely He's like, does. what, like 3.3 mil? Uh, I think it's a. How? Fuck, I think it is a three. Because Luffy's three, and I know Buggy's is higher than Luffy. Uh, buggy, 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 um, yeah, it's, um, 3.189 billion. Okay, yeah, sure. Did you read the newest chapter? Oh my god! Yes, I did! Oh, I have so many theories. I have so much things like, to say about it. Oh my god, the new pacifistas. I, so I don't, it, it, it's, it just throws too much at me, I think, because... Like, I feel like someone's throwing shit at a dartboard, like, Reddit fan theories of, like, uh, Boa Hancock 
child Lunarian pacifista. And <laughs> yeah, it's it like too many things. Too, uh, you know the scariest thing. Yeah. If the pacifistas, they've uh been you know worked on by cyber um, new typed. Oh, they'd be cyber. Well, that that's that's actually what I'm getting to. Um, because <laughs> if they're pacifistas, they got Vegapunked, right? Right. Um, and you know, uh, Vegapunk has the like lineage factor thing, and is like you know able to extract and like input um things from people he has like the DNA from and stuff. Uh, right. And he has a bunch of kids who are like suddenly resembling former warlords and Lunarians. Um, it's weird. Remember who they gave all those kids from Punk Hazard to? Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I saw a theory that um, Kid is Vegapunk's son because all his attacks have Punk in the name. I love that. I think that's stupid, but I also love that. And would Make, be down makes with more that. sense than Frankie being related to him. It literally does. Um, I I keep seeing. Oh God, who? Nah, it's gone. I I don't remember. Alright, let's talk about anyways, the worst thing Anyways, now. <laughs> anyways, narrative Gundam. Um, Michelle's, Michelle gives exposition to the pilot and the crew of the... What the fuck? The ship's called, like, the Dementio or some shit. From it's Super Super Mario. D- oh, I love that game. game kicks ass. Count yeah. Black should be a Gundam. They should uh, put Count Black in a Gundam. Yo, Mr. Dementio really did give Mr. L, like, a Gundam head to fly around in. <laughs> Dude. He got the turn eggs, it was the mustache. Oh, uh, yeah, let's she, go. She exposits how the psychomu the can harness the energy a human creates when they die, and a new type can manipulate that energy, and we see clips of the end of Zeta and Double Zeta when, you know, all that shit happened. Uh, and a psycho frame can pull all human pull in human souls to alter reality, and we learned the unicorn wasn't actually dismantled, so Whoa. the Phoenix is apparently here to destroy the unicorn to stop like the singularity of souls from like getting pulled into it again. Some bullshit like that. What the fuck ever? Uh... Who cares? You're just saying words. Um, I do think I really do like uh, the conversation that happens immediately after on the on the uh, Zeon ship where like. Zoltan argues with the commander there, or I guess like Zoltan's in charge technically, but like the the red haired woman, um, yeah. the second in command, he argues with her about. She's like, maybe the Neo Zeong didn't work right because it you was just full up. frontal built it using memories from Shar from a different world, and no one knows how it works. And full front, uh, and Zoltan's just like, he's like, no, shut no, up, no, no, that's not no. true, that's not true. And then she goes to like complain to uh, Bakura. Um, on on a um like a on like a Zoom call uh-huh. and she just slags him off to him for like ten minutes. Uh, I know. And then he like she hangs up the call and he's just like, huh, talking shit, huh, talking shit. You be mean, yeah. be mean about me behind my back, huh? You be make me paranoid, make me paranoid. She tries to shoot him and then he gets the draw first, like a cowboy. Right. He he kills her and we learn that like the Zeon ship, it, it's all a setup by what's his fucking face and. It it's going to like they're going to be fired upon by mm-hmm. um, Federation ships to like erase all of Zeon's involvement in all of this. So Zoltan just fucks off in the um. Oh, we never even we never even fucking talked about the narrative B packs. Oh yeah. Oh, it has cool funnels. Um, yeah, it has it has wired bits, and I think that's what Zoltan gets mad about because he's like, "You're not even a real new type." You, you yeah. You, they're wired. Um, I like, really wired, like these. But like, as soon as the NTD like kicks in, they leave the wires, and I right. really love that. 
Which is like, why do you need the wires then if they're self-powered? But okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I like the wires. The beep, like it just strikes a really cool silhouette of like those two really tall spires coming out the shoulders of it. Yeah. Um, but now we see it being fitted with like as Zoltan leaves the ship in the Neo Zeong. He's actually piloting it this time. Um, we see the narrative getting fitted with the C packs, which is just like unic- It's like the red psycho frame that's like yeah. make it, makes it look more like the unicorn. Yeah, it's cool. But it's, like, on the outside of it, mostly. Like, it's on top of the shoulders and, like, on the outside of the chest. And, like, it does look like it's in it a little bit. Like, sort of, like, around the ankles and the wrists. Uh, and, like, the fucking, upper thighs. They just toss in Psycho Frame at it. They, it's so fucking funny that, I guess, the only the only explanation I can, like, really think of as to, like, why narrative solves the Psycho Frame problem is that Michelle has literally every last bit of psycho frame in that like transport ship of hers that she eats into the battlefield. That's mm-hmm. all I can think of. Mm. I don't know. It's I don't know. Whatever. Um so Zoltan starts to go ape shit. Um he he's just shooting at fucking everything uh around this battlefield. Like the Federation ship that was gonna take the Xeon ship out, um, just firing beams, just just he's I anyway, I started blasting. Yeah. Um, which is why Yona and the Shazar team have to go out and stop him. Some for some reason, like the Neo Zeong specifically is this evil machine that Rita wants to stop. Um, yeah, but you'd think that would be because of the psycho shards and how they can create miracles. Yeah, they don't do anything in this. They don't. He uses them to like throw around some tanks of helium. I mean, I I guess the quote unquote miracle he's using it for is like causing the helium to go super critical instead of just exploding normal ways. I don't yep. know enough about physics to confirm nor deny. I don't it, I don't think it matters because this is, you know, operating off the power of miracles and wishes and bullshit like that. I don't think it matters because this is Gundam narrative, Callie. It is literally just doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he also says a funny thing of drain me dry when he's like talking to the, the psycho sharts. Uh, he just wants to get like slurped up so good. Uh, and Yona is like, time to go. Mm-hmm. He, Michelle gives him, oh, there is this, God, God, this episode's going to be a fucking disaster to listen to. So there's this whole <laughs> thing of like, when Yona was a kid, he gets beat up by bullies and he had his like dead dad's um, bird uh, necklace. I'm right there with you, buddy. Uh... <laughs> and, and it gets broken into three. So Rita like <laughs> turns all three pieces into a necklace for like one for Rita, one for Michelle, one for Yona. And oh like, wow! Whoa, they're friends. Yeah, are buddies. And, and and it's like the one in the middle, uh, is like a big star, and and the ones the other sides are like Just wings. Like star Wars. They're like wings, like a bird. Whoa, like a bird. I love Nelly Furtado. Like a phoenix. The <laughs> Fallout Boy. Whoa! Fuck! I haven't been this like. <laughs> I, an episode hasn't made me feel this way since, like, the end of Zeta, when I just, like, got gaslit on live on air. <laughs> you got gaslit? Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? And it's happening again. That what was fucking What are you talking great. about? It didn't happen. That didn't happen at all. <laughs> um, You're so crazy. So, Michelle gives her third of the necklace to Yona. She's, she's like, feeling... She, she's, like, this is her, her face turn of, oh, she's not actually a villain. She's just, like, weird and can't really fully explain what she wants. Because, like, y- Yona talks to Brick, who's her assistant. We finally learn his name is Brick. Um, and 
he, he's he's talking <laughs> and he's like saying, "Oh, Drake. Michelle's doing this because she wants to prove something to you," and he doesn't and really get like, a chance to finish that. <laughs> but he's like, he before he says any of that, he like turns yeah. and is like, "You want to know why I'm in charge of uh, taking care of you? Yeah, because I like men. Uh, I don't like. Why women. do you lead with that? <laughs> but and I don't like that. But that was the worst but in the film. Yeah. Um. Why it's just like I want to look after you or some shit like that. I don't. Right. I don't know. Bricks. Bricks either he, ate a, like arrow ace or like gay. Uh huh. He's like, I have no interest in women, and and like, all right, man, you led with that. Go off, king. <laughs> it's so strange. He's like being very like weirdly rude and cagey to Yona here. Yeah. Like, he he he. They're getting ready. Um, Michelle and Brick get in this cargo jet thing as like the narrative CPAX launch, and um. She, like, flashes back to telling Stephanie that she's not a real new type. Like, the divination's yeah. just, like, simple statistics or whatever the fuck. You're not um, a real new type. It's you, bad. You're an INFJ. You just, you, you just understand. You don't need, you don't use your new type powers to tell me why my meal needs more NACL. You just, you just think that. You just, you just, you just think about your things that you're saying, and you read statistics and, and spreadsheets and stuff, and, and you, and you <laughs> make assumptions. You're like a bookkeeper. You're, you're a bookie. If I come to you with sports ideas, you'll give me money if I'm right. Uh, and Michelle thinks Stephanie's going to get mad at her for this, and Stephanie's like, no, just come back safe. Uh, and 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 uh, Michelle's like, oh, what, because you actually love your half-sister? And she's like, no, no, because I want to protect the image of the company. But it's like, you know, it's it's a cute moment between no, sisters. No. It's like, I just don't want to tarnish the reputation. But, yeah. like, you can tell it's not, like, said in a rude way. It's said in more of just, like, a yes, but this is, like, the official reason. Um, Brick, like, Michelle is feeling weird about this plan, but Brick reassures her, saying, oh, well, that crazy Neo, Z- that the fucking Zeon um, Prime Minister Bakura would have done this anyway, so it's, like, not like your involvement had an, had an effect on this. I'm like, all right, that's, that would not make me feel better, man. <laughs> oh, God. Um, hmm. This is when we learn what the um, capital T threat is with all of this. Mm. If enough of the helium tanks go super critical at the same time, it'll blow the fuck up big big ways uh, and destroy like three colony tubes and send the pieces raining down on Earth. And I, I think the line Something that Iago's, like that. the line Iago says is like it would make the colony drop seem like a like a pebble or something like that. I don't know what it exactly was. How on what planet? It's like I mean, so looking at where it would fall, it would basically like obliterate half of Asia. Which is pretty significant, like from India to like Turkey, basically. So that'd be bad, I'd say. Methinks. Mm. Um. So we got to stop that. That's like the that's the that's the big yeah, problem. Yeah, we got to stop it from happening. Otherwise, people will suffer. I, Just as we suffered watching narrative. Yeah, so, we did. We did. Zoltan, Zoltan. Oh yeah, Zoltan like starts fighting um um the Fenix first because. We see, like, a bunch of um, Jagans, like, they're able to shoot, they, like, are shooting through gaps in the eye field that the Neo Zeong, the, sorry, the second Neo Zeong is the, 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 the squeak wall. The squeak wall uh, yeah. is putting up because Rita is, like, using, you know, new type shit to tell them where to shoot. And Zoltan's like, all right, you can play at that game. And uses his cool, like, wire fingers to, like, take them over hardware style. Possesses them and just starts throwing yeah. them at these helium tanks. Um... And that's when Yona flies in. And... Oh, I'm sorry. Huh? Oh, my dog barked. Oh, puppy. Oh, baby boy. A puppy. 
A, a, a puppy. He's actually quite old. He's he's a. Oh my god, he's twelve. No, no, he's eleven. All dogs are puppies. He's a puppy. He's a sweet, sweet baby he's a boy. He's a puppy. Uh, his name's um, Milo. He's a big old. Big oh, Milo, old sweet Milo. <laughs> so um, th- this is when Yona comes in. Um, he like saves Rita from being attacked and hurt by Zoltan. Um, mm-hmm. this is when the the, the little baby Garn seer pulls up to the battle. Uh, but uh, Buggy is chilling inside the um the cockpit of the silver bolt suppressor and he's like oh this power such power on display this seems pretty bad it reminds me of a better show it reminds um, me of the unicorn show it reminds you of my this, show that was bad and this is this is like the funniest part of the whole thing where we see michelle roll up and like dump just a fucking comedic <laughs> amount of, of psycho frame she literally pours wario pills out of this like transport jet it is fucking hysterical it's like, it's like she steps out the side of it and just has like a bin bag full of lsd just dumps it over the battlefield she's like this will help this will really help she i guess like so rita can have enough psycho frame to work with here um mm-hmm. zoltan like tries to like use his like little wiry bits to take control of rita and like you see the evil sh- the, the evil stinky red soup starts to like stinky, take stinky, over her sh- the stinky stinky soup um Michelle's like Rita. I give my life to you. Um, and she's like, and, I don't want it. And, and like Z- Zoltan is starting to like. I don't know what the fuck Zoltan's even talking about here. He's like talking. He 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 says shit about how um humans can't truly understand these kinds of phenomenon. They're better off dead. And Iago Iago's here by the way. You know the Shazar captain guy. He's like, I understand because mm-hmm. I was there. I helped push back that big stinky rock and shards counterattack movie. Um. So he it's it's okay because he's human and he can understand the phenomenon. So uh, yeah, Zoltan has been disproven in the marketplace of ideas, mm-hmm, 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 and the, mm-hmm, the day's mm-hmm. been saved. He's been he's been owned epically. Yeah. He, um, he's getting put. He's getting pulled on a um uh, uh a Zeon <laughs> Zeon sympathizer gets owned compilation. Yeah, <laughs> good. And it's like um, ten minutes of just like like shaky cam like phone footage. Of this yeah. guy just of Zoltan just getting like chewed out by by Iago. It's so good. Um, so so this is when uh Zoltan's like he takes over Iago's uh Jesta and like he's basically making him shoot at Yona, so Yona has to shoot back and kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when Michelle flies in taking the shot and like she she like holds a gun to Brick saying, "Brick, leave. You gotta go. Save yourself." And Brick's like, "Where would I go?" He's just dedicated to her to the point where he'll die with I her die for some for reason. You. But the problem is, we don't know a fucking thing about Bricks. So we don't know why. We don't care. It's like, I don't care if he lives or dies. Like, he's not a character. He's just here to tell Yona that he likes men. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's the whole point. But, um, but it's, it's like, Br- Brick's like, I wasn't able to finish what Michelle was saying to you earlier. Michelle wants forgiveness. She's here to prove that death is not the end. But new types do have a heaven they get to go to. Um, so they like take the shot and em- em- emits this powerful ball of light that just sucks in all the psycho frame. It's like and Yona's Yon starting to break down. He's like, "Oh, it's so unfair. This all oh, so everything sad. fucking sucks. Everything is fuck. Everybody suck." Fred Durst. Uh, it's and just he, one and of those days. It's <clears> just <throat> one of those days. And we get another flashback to again that weird beach scene from when they were like teens. But apparently Yona has had feelings for Rita, and it's never brought up until now. But it's like Michelle saying, Go get her, Tiger. 
and you know she's just like you know you got to do this you got to tell her how you feel if anything i'm a little jealous um what weird what the fuck are you talking about we didn't need that it doesn't what change the a damn fuck thing are you talking about but like he remembers Michelle, who's now like a force ghost, telling him to, you know, use your feelings, Luke. You know it to be true, Star Wars. And, um, uh, what the fuck? I'm, like, falling apart remembering what the fuck happens here. Because it's um, bad! Because it's bad. So he goes, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay. So. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. As he's snapping back, we see, like, the hand of the Neo Zeon come up ready to shoot him down. This is when Buggy does the only thing he does in this movie, and he just, like... It's like pew. You see the beam magnum shot rain in, um, as as he's like flying the core fighter. Oh yeah, the, the narrative gets busted the fuck apart. Like it's yeah. just a core fighter now. Um, and Bucky shoots the hand of the Neo Zeon with the beam magnum, and you see like the arm sparking and all shitty of the full uh, the silver bullet suppressor afterwards, which is a cute touch. It's like oh yeah, yeah fuck yeah. Uh, and he like makes it into the cockpit of the Fenex, and he like sees Rita's pendant floating there. And the pendants kind of, like, plink together to form, like, the original bird pendant. And 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 he remembers Rita's words of, oh, if I want to be reincarnated, I want to come back as a bird. And Yona's like, if you're going to become a bird, then I will, too. I'll and be a act- bird, too. And he activates the NTD of the Fenex. And, like, I know that it's a triumphant moment, but, like... He kills Zoltan so fucking hard. Yeah, yeah, like, he does. He, so for, he does a really cool thing that you don't really see the unicorn do that much, where the unicorn units have four beam sabers, technically, um, two on the backpack and two in the wrists, like the forearms. Mm-hmm. And it, basically the idea is like when the unicorn is in unicorn mode, it can't access the beam sabers in the backpack because they fold down. So it uses the forearm ones as like beam tonfas. You mm-hmm. never really see mm-hmm. that in the OVAs. So in this, he uses it. And it's like it's like soup green when he uses it, and he just fucking cuts apart the psycho shark generator and like cuts apart the bottom of the Neo Zeong, and 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 Zoltan like breaks out of it and he starts spinning like the beam Naginata in the uh, Sinanju Stein, and Yona just fucking punches the cockpit so hard that he just rockets him back into like the little cockpit slot of the Neo Zeon. Yeah. Like, you see yeah. the shot from inside the cockpit of Zoltan getting fucking obliterated by this Gundam fist. Like you didn't need to kill him that hard, man. He didn't oh my do God. anything. He's he's a failed char clone. He's having enough of a bad time as it is. Just, he just doesn't do anything. Why did you have to kill him that hard? But what's so funny to me is when he does this, Zoltan immediately turns into a force ghost. And he's like, all right, when he's we like, die, we dude, become... did you need to go that hard? When you when we die, we become one. This is the the this is the the price of human ego. And like uses him his force ghost psycho frame powers to like make the rest of the helium takes go critical somehow. Mm. Um and, and this is when we see uh uh <laughs> Buggy like flies off towards the explosion of the silver bullet suppressor to go help Yona out. Who is baby mode inside the cockpit right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Like it, I will say, it was kind of a cute moment. Where he's like, "I don't want this. This is this is poopy. I don't want to do this anymore." I want to um, be. A, I want to be a bird too. I won't be. I won't be a badass bird. I won't be You're a bald eagle. You're leaving me on my own. I won't be a bald eagle. I'm so sad. <laughs> oh, poo-hoo. Um, and like Rita and Michelle tell him, uh, you have to put a stop to the cycle of pain himself if you don't like how life is and you clearly don't so you got to do this yourself um 
And then Rita, Rita's kind of like final words to him are, you know, since we're all new types, I don't care what I get reincarnated into. As long as I get to meet you again, Yona, because you're my love interest. And that was established five minutes ago. Yeah, anyway, we established goodbye. that. Mm-hmm, bye. Bye, bye, bye. And floats and, off into new type space. And the Fennec sucks in all of the Psycho Frame bits to form literal actual wings of soup. Uh that like envelop the explosion and just kind of like suck it up and make it stop happening as um Bucky appears in front of Yona, who's like floating outside of the cockpit now for some reason. Yeah. And he pulls him to safety. We get a really weird shot of like the unicorn, like RX Zero unicorn. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I forgot about that. Yeah. And that shot is really bad. Like, I don't know. Let me see if I can find the screenshot of it. It looks kind of dog ass um here look at this look at so just like this is like the what what shows the fucked up art style of narrative like this Let's image of like the unicorn holding yona like what in space is this? it looks fucking terrible it looks like fan art like bad fan art it like the proportions look so fucking off it's the the mouth is the worst part of it to me mm. like you like the fingers look weirdly spaced apart. Um, <laughs> looks like it's got claws. <gasps> it, it looks like it's about to like fucking get him. Get him, get him. Me when I fuck. me when I fucking get you. Me when I fucking get you. And and also, why is it the red unicorn? You'd think that if it's like a metaphor for like the benevolence of new type power, it'd be like the green unicorn. Yeah, that's nah, a red but, one. But like, it's not even the actual unicorn. It's a vision because the real unicorn is like tied up. You know, it's like it's like all taped up inside a warehouse somewhere, like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, something like that. Maneva's like, get this fucking thing out of here. Um, but but you know, Buggy saves him, and Buggy we, we does see, save him. We we see he uses his chop chop fruit to just grab him from ages ago. He's away. <laughs> this is little cartoon gloves yoink him out of way. Uh, we see Maneva talking to Bakura again, and she's like, "Well, you're kind of a rat bastard, and I hate everything that you do, but no harm, no foul." Better luck next time, champ. I'm going to hang up the phone now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It was just a, like, it's it's just this whole thing of, like, she's like, yeah, I know that you're doing evil shit, but it's okay because nothing actually came of it. So yep. just stop stop funding extremist groups. Just be a politician. Ha-ha. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. But this is, like, when she talks to herself saying, okay, Psycho Frame, I've had enough of this soup. No more of this. No more of this for, for, for the future. We got to get rid of the Wario pill. Um, yeah, we gotta so get that, rid of that's all why this. we don't see it again. <laughs> and the phone just ends. Yeah, it's like the the last thing is um Buggy talking to Yona as like they watch the Phoenix fly away at the speed of light because it can fly at the speed of light. And he he says the line, he says, even so, um, when he sees Yona thinking like, oh, it's fruitless to go chase after her, and and, and Buggy's like, Well, even so, you gotta try. That's my catchphrase. I'm Buggy D Links. You gotta uh, do and this it. has been Gundam Narrative. Goodbye. Bye bye. This is when I looked up from my phone. Yeah, and it just ends. The ending theme is good, though. I like it. It's Lisa doing it, I think. Oh, yeah, the music's music. fantastic in this film. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, like, it, here, Yuki Sawano does the main soundtrack, so it's, you know, it's going to be a fucking banger and a half. But even then, like, the insert song, yeah, the, um... It, God, it, it, it I don't even be. know what it's called, but it's so good. Uh, the wiki will tell me the insert song is... Okay, yeah, the, the main theme is it's just called Narrative. Oh, uh, yeah, no, it's just cold narrative. Hiroyuki Suwano and Lisa. And the insert song, there's Cage by Hiroyuki Suwano and TL and Vigilante by MPI and Jemmy. Oh, no, it's Vigilante. Vigilante's the the fucking banger. 
Vigilante is good. Oh. This is good. Yeah, if nothing else, it gave us a killer soundtrack to work with, which I quite liked. But um, that was a movie. That was. And of the eight episodes we've watched for this run of Walker Robot, definitely the worst. The worst, <laughs> by far. We're really by ending it out far. on a bum note, aren't we? So yeah, fuck that movie. Uh, let's do Beyond Tone World now. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Tone yeah, let's go, let's go. Who are we talking about so, today? So, since narrative is so recent, it uses a lot of, like, smaller name voice actors, which I quite like. I really like when you get to see new talent out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know that um, the a few of the main characters in Chainsaw Man are completely new talent. Yeah, that's good. I'm uh, so- Including Denji. Yay. Denji's it's, it's voice actor has, like, one, um, I'm pretty sure it's, like, one, like, credited role. Uh, nice. And it's, like, a that's protester cool. in, like, a show. That I never heard of before. It's a protester in Gundam G-Witch that's holding a sign that says, Gundam killed my child. Gundam killed my child! Was it like, Gundam took my child from me, which is very funny. I can't mm. wait for that. That's going to be kick-ass. Anyway. The show is going to be amazing. Um, so we're going to talk about Brianna Knickerbocker, who is the voice actress for Rita Bernal. Oh, wow! She, uh, so she's pretty new. She's only been active since 2009. Mm-hmm. Um... I can't find a birthday or anything, but she was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which mm-hmm. you know from Fallout 3's DLC, The Pit. I didn't um, I didn't play it. What is it called? The City of... No, not the City of Bridges. That's Chicago. Pittsburgh, the City of something. Not the City of Brotherly Love. That's Philly. Pennsylvania is fucking a, a something, cool place. So, she's done a lot of cool stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Starting back in... Uh, 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 2015 Durara times two. She was oh, Awakusu, which is like her first kind of chronological role. Um, let's see. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins. She was Elaine. Uh, 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 uh. I don't think I've ever cared about Seven Deadly Sins before. Yeah, Netflix sure wants you to though. Um, really does. Fire Emblem Fates. Um, oh, unfortunately, not that good of a Fire Emblem game. But she voiced Sakura, who's like. <gasps> The redheaded, uh, redheaded healer sister in oh, the like Hoshido her. Kingdom. She's also Charlotte from Nor, who's like the the, oh. um, the 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 night girl who breasts boobily and like wears no armor. You know the one. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's cool. I like her big axe. Yeah, like uh, a big tits. 2016 TV show. Uh, well, 2011 the reboot. 2011, but like the. Fuck it, Hunter Hunter. You know <gasps> this. So it's the character that showed up in 2016, but the show started in 2011. Mm-hmm. She was Ita and Elena. Who they have weird? They have weird helmets. Um, here. And, <gasps> oh, and from yeah, Green you Island. Know. Yeah, yeah, that one. They look cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, in Love Live or Love Live, Love Live, the fuck I, Love Live. She's Elisa Ayase. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> God, I'm so tired. <laughs> um, she voiced a character called Swim in a One Punch Man short. I don't know who that is. That's not a hero, so whatever. Mm. Um, in let's see, Anohana, the flower we saw that day. She was Aki in Grand Blue Fantasy, the animation. She was oh. Narmaya. Oh, I know her. Yeah, she's um, in the fighting game. Let's see. Uh, there's one I'm going to reveal at the end because everyone just goes fucking apeshit over this oh character. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Oh, here's here's one. In Konosuba, God's blessing on this wonderful world. Uh, she's Wiz. 
Oh, I haven't seen Konosuba. I hear it's pretty good. You, Wiz is the character. I think she's like a wizard mage, not the one that's in like the the main character's party. I'm mm-hmm. not going to call it a harem because I don't engage with that particular type of media. Proud of you. Proud but, of you. But she has like a she's like red or brown hair and like a purple cloak. You've seen her. Oh um, yeah, I've seen her. In Ace Combat Seven, Sky is Unknown, uh, a game that kicks fucking ass. She's I Rosa Cosentielis. She's like the princess of the kingdom. She's the one who has the JPEG dog. Hell yeah. Um, of course, in 2019, Gundam narrative, she's Rita. Um, um, let's see, let's see, let's see what's some good shit. I didn't do this beforehand because I just like read on air. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we fucking mm-hmm, go. Mm-hmm, 2019 mm-hmm. show, Carol and Tuesday. Oh, I love Carol She's Tuesday. Tuesday. <gasps> yeah, let's go. Um, in Pokemon Masters, uh-huh. the, the gotcha game. She yeah. is Viola, who is the bug gym leader in Gen oh, 6. Oh, I love Viola. And she's one of the best lady. gym leaders. She's one of the best fucking gym leaders out there. Roxy from Gen 5, the fucking yes! poison type punk rocker. Love yeah. her. Yeah. Um, in the bad video game of Catherine Full Body, she voices Rin, who's like the third Catherine they make in that game. Is that the one that, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm. I yep. really dislike Catherine. Yeah, I'm like I'm glad that Miss Knickerbocker got her paycheck, but like fuck that game, fuck, fuck, fuck that Atlas. game, fuck Atlas. Um, Imagine here we go. Like, Atlas. Can you do me a favor and you know write a Not. persona character arc that isn't a perfect circle? Atlas, At- <laughs> Atlas challenge. Make a per- At- here we go. Write fuck. a character good. A- Atlas, write a character who isn't straight challenge level impossible. <laughs> <laughs> The, the most we can give is a character who feels extreme guilt over not being straight. Sorry. Yeah. Best we can do. Yeah. Um. Uh. Here we go. Hey, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, 2019 oh. TV show. She voices two characters. Oh. Um, one is Nichika Ubayashiki, who is like one of the two shining twins that speak for the leader of Demon Slayers, like with the black oh. and the white bobs. She's the white haired one. I see. Um, and also, she voices Kanayo Tsuyuri. Oh! <gasps> well, little, the little butterfly girl who's, yeah. uh... I love her. She rules. Um, Shenmue 3, a video game that existed and came out in that crazy. Uh, she voiced Shenhua, who's, like, the, the kind of uh, main girl in that. Um, let's see. There's more Seven Deadly Sins, more Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Um, oh, shit. This is a big character. Genshin oh, Impact. Oh, you know the oh, one? Oh, I'm aware of Genshin Impact. I stopped playing it recently because I realized that I can play better games. Well, she's Hu Tao. Oh, wow. Um, let's see. In in a show that I watched one episode of and, one episode of and fucking hated, so I'm a spider, so what? Um, uh, um. She voices Kumoko. Is she the is she the spider the titular spider? I think spider? she's the, I think she's the spider. So what? Wow. Yeah, I watched that show and there's like a lot I'm of. So sorry for you. I watched one episode and like you you have characters that are saying like, what if you get isekai and you're like a boy and then you have to live life as a girl? Wouldn't that suck? And I'm like, wow, I don't want to watch this show anymore. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, it's it. Let me tell you, Callie makes a bad impression <laughs> when <laughs> the show stands. When the show stands on that, is it's bad. <laughs> Um, and the one that everyone, this character that the whole fucking internet just kind of goes apeshit for, ReZero starting life in another world. Oh, I hate that show so much. What if, what if a character was a maid with blue hair and pronouns? Oh, oh, whoa. Oh, yeah, look, she's it's Rem. Rem. She's oh, Rem. Oh, it's Rem. 
him. Oh, and She's just Ram. like this other character who looks exactly the same. I but that's don't different. No, that's Ram. Very I easy mistake to make. Max, I really, really don't want to be that person, <laughs> but I don't give a shit. If you yeah. you couldn't pay me to care about ReZero. <laughs> I, I like... I. I just bounce off of isekais. I think the problem is the first isekai I ever watched was Sword Art, which is just like... I'm so sorry. Yeah, well, it was back... It was before I knew better, A. Um, mm-hmm. I only watched season one and a little bit of Gun Gale, and I was like, oh, this, guy's, this just sucks. And I just kind of, like, didn't really engage with many isekais after that. Mm-hmm. I hear that... Isn't one of the Gundams an isekai, though? Like, one of oh, the yeah. Um, the one that the, uh, the Claw Gundam is actually. Yeah, that's Rerise, isn't it? Yeah. That's um, cool. I'm excited for I, that. Digimon's a very good isekai. Oh, yes, fuck, Digimon is an isekai. Yeah, it is. It is, the, it is the original. Um, an isekai that I really love is... Um, I really, really like uh, Yojo Senki, mm-hmm. um, or Saga of Tanya the Evil, um, because I love that it just rips into these, like, fucking people who are just like, oh, oh, yeah, if I was in these guys, and we do that, and be like, yeah, I'll do that, we'll do that, we'll do that, except God hates you. It <laughs> <laughs> was me putting my <laughs> fingers up. Um, I like how it shows how shitty these people are, and how mm. these guys, like, suck, and that it's like a cautionary tale of like, hey, don't be like this, and you won't have to live the worst possible life you could live. Um, mm. just, consider. it's, um, it, it's total like, scathing indictment of, like, right-wing weirdos who, like, know far too much about, um, fucking, um, World War II BS. Right, yeah, um, that, that's, like, a f- big, big-ass red flag. It's a big red flag and a big thing, um, and I just, it's, it's like, my guilty pleasure, because it's, like, I love it, but at the same time I feel bad about really liking it. Uh-huh. We all have our guilty pleasures. That being said, best isekai, Digimon Adventure... Not the remake, so the original one. The original, the remake is like the original. The, the remake's pretty good. It's got more Machine Dramon in it, which is fucking owns. Yeah, I love Machine Dramon. Apparently, Piedmon is in is like showing up in Ghost Game now. Oh, I love Piedmon. Fucking love the four, the the, the four fuckers, the Dark Masters, the four fuckers. Yeah, I really like them. Um, I love that. Um, I loved the episode that um, uh, TK had with Puppetmon. Um, yeah, Puppetmon. I love and, Puppetmon. And Puppetmon, I love because I I watched I've I've I'm a recent watcher of this show, so I watched the um the the sub. Um, I don't know how censored they made the Puppetmon episodes because that man does literally shoot people with a revolver. Yeah, it's fine and though. They it's just an, it's, die. It's, it's, an, it's an isekai that's allowed. It's fine. It's it's so funny because it's just like oh, he's playing hide and seek with TK. Um, yeah. and TK's he's, just in this room and he's just going to like, uh, these two guys like, hey, can you not tell this guy that I'm here? And we're like, oh, fuck it, sure, yeah. Um, yeah. and he enters the room and he's like, hey, did you see TK? Uh, they're like, no, didn't see him. And he's like, you're lying! And then shoots them and they die. It's, it rules. But they're like, like actually ass. dead, like dead forever. I just shoots game, people, they life. just die. And it's like, what? Um, there was, um... And something really funny about that is Kiwimon in that show. Um, I love it's Kiwimon. Speci- its special move is called Little Pekka. <laughs> <laughs> literally, well, literally it is. I'm glad he's owning it. Yeah. <laughs> Work with what you got, Chief. <laughs> go, Kiwimon, go. Mm. Oh, tremendous. Um, hey, what's your robot of the week, Callie? Oh, my robot. Is it, is it right? my robot of the week? Isn't it? 
I think it is because it? isn't it? I th- no, maybe it's mine. No, I be- think it's yours. Well, yeah, it, for, for me, mine. it was Machine Drummond last time. That's right. Wow, I don't remember shit. Oh man, well you were you were in such a fugue state after watching um yeah. such a dog shit film. Yeah. What's your robot um, of the week, Max? Let's hear it. It's the Gundam Maxter. I'm, I need to oh, manifest this. Yeah. I need to manifest this energy because, again, I'm going to be really fucking mad if if, if Garma beats Chibity. I um, am a real American. Let me, let me, let me find... Fight for the rights the of pole. every man. Fuck. All right. Three hours, ten minutes left. It's dead even. Oh, <sighs> don't like that. Too close. Too close for comfort. Mm-hmm, I need mm-hmm. Chibity to win. Please. Please, please Chibity, please. If I go on the browser, it'll show me a more direct breakdown. Okay, it's 49.5 to Garma, 50.5 to Chibity. So Chibity <sighs> still is in a very minor lead. Stalemate. St- 1,637 votes. Oh my god. It's getting down to it. 6 p.m. Eastern, we will know who the we will know if the internet is correct or a bunch of idiots. Oh, hoof. I'm 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 noivous about it. But anyway, Gundam Maxter, it's cool. It has it's a football cow. It's a football player cowboy. Yeah, it is. It rules. Surfer. Boxer. Kicks ass. I've played it. I've played it. I've played as him a little bit in a God Gundam Battle Assault 2. Have you ever played Gundam Mm -hmm. Battle Assault? That game rules. I haven't had the pleasure. (gasps) Oh, you should play it sometime. Just get an emulator and just play it just a little bit. It's really fun. Oh no, battle that's like the the old like PS1 PS1 like um... No, I have played that game. That that sprite work in that game is incredible. So good. I don't know how they did it. So fucking good. Sick. Damn. Well, um, That'll mostly do it for us. It's time for plugs. Oh Where can we God. find you on the internet, Cowley? Find me at tw- on Twitter.com at Cowley. At C O W L I E. You know how no, I said no. I had a week off and I said I was going to do it? Uh huh. Just fucking DM me if you want to read this shit. I'm yeah. not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to set it up eventually. I will. I promise I will. It's hey, just it's linked in all of your episodes by. of the show. So yeah, it's in every single one. It. People will find it eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. You can find me on twi- Twitter.com, Macaulay. It's pretty yeah. good. Uh, but uh, you find you, Max. Let's find this. Let's, let's hear my I'm on Twitter at Maxi Bajillion. Mm-hmm. I have other podcasts. You can listen to Pod of Greed at Pod of Greed Cast on Twitter. We've started season four. It's good. GX kicks fucking ass. Yes. Um, you can also go to Slappers Only Pod on Twitter. Listen to Slappers Only. It's a video game music show on podcast. Episode coming soon. TM. Yeah. Um, you can go to Noispace.xyz to find all uh, all of my shows and many more. You can go to twitter.com slash podcast to find this show. There's Discord links in the episode descriptions and the Twitter header. Um, this episode should go up, God willing, like a day or two after we record it. Really? Um, Goodness. The mailbag is open for... Um, for like the end of unicorn and narrative um so if you're listening to this before sunday september 18th sunday um, sunday sunday you should still be able to like you know show up and submit stuff to that um if we get too much stuff which we might already have like we'll have to kind of pick and choose what to go over for time like outside of the questions that we can just answer in like a one-word goof because we also have to talk about the show itself and rank robots yes um, oh my god i'm so excited to rank some robots I gotta really, I gotta put that thing together. Like, I hadn't been doing it, so I might not, like, I, I like, I haven't made progress on it at all. So, what I usually do is I make it, like, more or less chronological of, like, when the suits show up. I might just kind of, like, go down the order of, like, organization, like, how the wiki does it, to give myself a little bit easier time. Because, like, I'm doing all of Unicorn, and I'm also doing uh, narrative. So, we'll oh. see how big 
of a list it is when you can put like four suits in the narrative one yeah honestly it's literally just like it's like narrative like do i even bother with the sinanju stein and neo Young? we'll see um but that's yeah that's it shit that's anyway, it. tune in next week for the final episode of the Unicorn Narrative. I'm so uh, sad to be going. You'll become an old type and oh. I'll set you adrift in the soup. No. God, I'm I excited wanna... to talk about Build Fighters, though. Oh, is Build Fighters up next? Build Fighters is next. I well, it'll love be, Build Fighters. It'll be Build Fighters for like a month or so. And then it'll like be double coverage of every week it'll be Build Fighters and every other week it'll be uh, G-Witch. Oh, hell Yeah. Because I think G Witch is coming out in less than a month. So yes, it get starts airing in October. Like I think, is it the fifth it comes out? I think so. I hope something so. like that. Because I'm so excited. I watched that prologue. I sobbed like a baby. Happy birthday! Oh fuck! It's it's uh, it's it's just it's the point where she's like blasting the the fucking mobile suits from like ages away, and they like light up in the cockpit, and her mother's just crying, and she just goes, "Look, mommy, it's just like candles," and it's just like fuck. So when you start blasting. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, well, as we always say to close, uh, war is bad. Wow, cool robot. See you in a week. Sorry that we made you talk. We wa- Sorry that we had to watch Narrative about it. It's Oops. okay. It's okay. Some sins can be forgiven. Narrative Uzumaki. Narrative Uzumaki.